Hey everybody, welcome to the Gene Pool Variety Hour. We're Geek Safe Space. I'm Sean, I'm your older, more tired, person of a certain age, host. And I'm Connor, the younger, funnier, and more swagalicious co-host. Join us as we review random movies, play games, talk anything geek culture that catches our attention, and chase a lot of chickens. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 19. What is up everyone? So, we are coming to you from our newly finished broadcasting, streaming, gaming, dining, table, hybrid, whatever it is. Uh, well, yeah. All, all around table. The uh, Jack of all trades table. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to build a gaming and podcast table for a while, and I finally finished it and built us a little recording area in my garage. It feels um, so and nice. It feels like a shipping container. I feel like I'm being um, smuggled in a shipping container um, on some one of those container ships somewhere in the South China Sea, <laughs> just waiting to be dumped off somewhere. What? What was that supposed to be? Some um um someone banging on um s- s- someone banging on our recording studio well, inside the shipping container and telling us to shut up. The shipping container. There you go. Container. <laughs> I was so so you know, so anyway so we we I had an idea we've and been I went struggling with it. we've been struggling with trying to come up with a name for our location. We'll we, so we're working on that. We'll have something eventually. We'll um we I, I feel like we'll have something ready by next week. Right now we're just we're in a small space in my garage inside four a shipping blankets blankets thing. It kind of looks like a redneck TARDIS actually from the outside. So, I, mean, I still don't know what he means by redneck TARDIS, because the TARDIS is a police box, and this is nothing it's blue. Close. And these shipping uh, blankets are blue, and so if you're looking outside, it's a big blue box. It just happens to look like all we do is just you know put some TARDIS signs on it, and oh my <laughs> it would gosh. look like a redneck TARDIS because it's shipping container blankets. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, yeah, we've got a few things that we're going to try to do today, and uh, we're going to, uh, at the end of the episode, we're going to finish up that expedition campaign that we were doing last time. Um, we're going to run it a little bit smoother this time than we did last time, because the first hopefully. time we've done it, we're going to run. Um, so hopefully that'll turn out okay. Uh, I may even try to figure out how to pipe in the sound better than we did last time, which is basically just putting my phone right next to the microphone. Yeah. Um, so we'll try to sucked. figure that out. Yeah. But before we do all of that, we we've uh, got a mo- movie that we got to talk about. Train to Busan. Train to Busan. That's our random uh, movie review. Uh, what is it? Huh? Roll for credits. Yes, roll for credits. That's going to be an ongoing thing, man. Because I'll never remember if it's okay. Roll it's or roll, roll for credits. credits. So our roll for credits segment is Train to Busan, and then um, Connor is now the lead production person on the geek question of the day oh yeah so i am just going to be along for the ride for those so i don't really know where we're going to go with all those so that's what that's the plan for today and uh we'll see if we can get through all of that connor's got to go to work so we're probably going to have to record in multiple sessions and connor's blowing his nose over there and just kind of like just blowing snot all over the table great no i'm not not I, I was blowing it way off way off mic um into a rag to um to try and muffle it as much as i could and the other thing we need to you know talk about <laughs> he's like, i have pollen allergies i'm sorry i know 
So, the, you know, the, the, we should talk about the fact that we're not practicing social distancing here. Which, no, we're not. Which people should be doing. However, yeah. of the people in my family, Connor and I are the only ones that are really getting out because of work. Because he yeah. still goes to work. I still have to go to work. Because he works for... Marco's Marco's doing delivering pizzas, and of course, pizza is uh, is life. So that's never going to shut down. I don't think, and it's delivery. Exactly. And I work for the military. So, okay, there you go. Military is essential, and pizza is essential. Exactly. So now, so now, 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 if only they could militarize pizza. So think about it. So it it it's kind of marinara sauce grenades, a pizza tank. (laughs) Think about it. How awesome would that be? So anyway, a, a whole new branch branch of the military. I, I'm I'm moving on. The so, Pizza Corps. <laughs> we already have we already have Space Force. We don't need Pizza Force. It's no Pizza Corps. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> wow. There's a chicken. Um. But anyway, no. Do Speaking not, of chickens, do <laughs> no, not, no, no, don't no, no. do it. Don't I'm do not it. Gonna, no. I'm don't I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not going to do it. We have a mascot now. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Chase the chicken. Get it? Yep, get it. Chase the chicken. So, no, we didn't say choke the chicken. Different thing, people. We said chase the chicken. What? Get your mind out of the gutter. What the F is choke the chicken? Well, okay, I'm glad. You still have some innocence about you to not know what choke the chicken is. So Okay. It's slang for something else, and we'll just move on. I will tell you offline. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. What the so, freak, man. um. Oh my Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so when we talk about chasing chickens, literally we have uh, chase the a, chicken. Our buddy chase the chicken. Because if you guys have seen our logo, we have a chicken in there. Because we chase a lot of chickens. Anyway, um. So it's kind of like Connor and I are self quarantining inside the shipping container, the yeah. redneck Tardis thing we got going on here. And no, I'm not going to. That's not the name of the place. That's just what it looks like to me. I got Our it. blanket fort. You just just call it go. what it is. It's, it's a blanket, blanket fort. fort. There you go. There. It's, it's our adult blanket. It's our blanket fort. Yeah. Adult so anyway, blanket fort. Um, so what's been going on with you since last time we were here? Um, let's see. I've been making more progress in my plans to to move in with Nikki. I've been. I've been getting a lot more hours at Marco's actually. Me mainly because a lot of our drivers have. Have quit because because apparently they can't handle the job, and I'm like, how can you not handle delivering pizzas? It's literally one of the simplest jobs someone can have. Okay, well, um, people of a certain age, and when I say people of a certain age, I don't mean the old folks. I mean the younger folks. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people in the younger generation that that are lazy and don't want to do anything. I'm not gonna say lazy. They 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 they're not used to having to work for the things that they need, and that's my generation's fault because that's as a we generation, that's kind of how we raised you guys by accident, and uh, so that's that's probably why. Because some people just don't want to, you know, they're holding out for a management position, you know, yeah. like Randy Quaid's character in Vacation. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so all right, yeah. so that's cool. Now um, and um and, and actually, be, um, because of this coronavirus thing going around, people are tipping very well. They're tipping very well because they're thankful that you're bringing them sustenance. I mean, and um, pizza is food of the gods. Exactly, it has all four food groups. What more could you want? It's a it, very, it's also it's a very, hot, spicy, it's delicious. Vi- That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I got him to say it. Wow, Connor, you're way too loud, dude. Sorry, 
Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. If you're going to laugh, back away from the mic. You got to do the whole Mariah Carey thing or whatever. And when Ah, you sing, ah, ah, ah. it's still almost too loud. Whenever you're doing the loud singing, you got to pull the mic away from your vocal unit. So, anyway. (coughs) So, last week I was too far from the mic, um, but this week I'm too close. Make up your mind, Dad. Dude, look at the You can see the screen in front of you right now. Don't mess with that. Is that better? No, because. Is that better? So we had the recording levels set up, and all he has to do is move back and forth from the mic a little bit. Is that bit, better? And now he's messing with the, the volume that, that we'd already set. So, I, yeah, I guess so. Um, it's Anyway, so we're moving on. There that, we that's go. That's a production that's issue. So, exactly the same. So you're, you're, you're getting ready for, for the move. It, you uh-huh. know, something that I thought was funny was you know, their plan has initially been to move uh, for you to move to Ohio at the end of September. And then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks ago, he's like, hey, I think we're going to do it in May. And that's I went, um, um, no, no. That, um, that's only because Nikki got a giant return. Yes, I, I understand that. I understand that. But I'm like, um, I work for the military, and they have shut down any kind of military travel until mid-May. And I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea for you in the middle of this whole coronavirus thing to be moving across the country, you know. And so he finally relented and then saw the saw the light. But um, so I just miss Nikki, you know. Oh, dude, I get that. But there's also the whole thing about being an adult is sometimes you got to make hard decisions and put things off that you don't want to put off, you know, just because it's the right thing to do. I know. Welcome to a, as as I say, welcome to. Being an adult. No, I, well, usually I say welcome to adulting. Hey, I thought you were going. I thought you were going to finish that off, and you. I just, did. You just messed up the whole thing that I had going there. Quit playing with your twenty-sided <laughs> dice. <coughs> Man, I don't know why I got this cough going on. No, I don't have coronavirus. Okay, I don't. I just got a cough this morning because I haven't had enough cough. Diablo, yet. Diablo malo. I don't know why he does that. Why does he throw out different languages when he doesn't even know what he's saying? Anyway. Bad devil. That's what I said. Bad devil. Okay, so you just called your dad the devil. Appreciate that. Awesome. I um, was making a freaking joke because um because literally he um um I've witnessed this. Okay. Um, so what else? Um, is if you with- cough or sneeze, sneeze, people will literally you know, almost jump in the opposite direction that's and true. run away from so, you. Now that's true. You know, I mean, you can almost because I had to pick up a couple of things um, at Aldi yesterday on the way home, things that we need to hear at the house, and uh, you know, you could literally see people as they're walking by you. You know, walking we're walking by each other. We can, you can almost see everybody kind of holding their breath as they walk by people, so that they're exactly. not breathing and you're not breathing and they're not breathing and what you're breathing and. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a weird vibe, man. It's a weird vibe being out there. It's, and it's I know that you, you and I are the only ones that really see it because Luke's been getting out, but when he gets out, he's getting out to go hiking somewhere, so he's out in the woods doing whatever. Out in nature. So, um, Peace all right. and love, man. Nature and No, he's not that. Evidence. No, he's more like special ops, Hoo-ah! military, that kind of outdoors guy. Right, right. He's more like the Black Rifle Coffee type <laughs> outdoor stuff, right? Uh, so, anyway... Um, yeah, okay. Did they make a movie? Yeah, yeah, Black they, Rifle Coffee? Yeah, um, Range 15, which we started to watch one time, and we had to stop because it was so inappropriate. See, because you don't... No, 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 we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> but, you know, you don't know him as well as I do because I work with... With, um, with military guys. With military. I work with that kind of population of military, you know, the special operations kind of stuff. Yeah, and all that. And it's a very unique 
uh, way of thinking and way of life for those people. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, that's their sense of humor. And they wildly entire, inappropriate, the wildly inappropriate. And they, made an entire, they, basically, they, they basically made an entire movie of their sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> and so we got about 15 minutes in and had to just go, Nope, Nope. This is a family friendly podcast. We're not doing that movie. So, oh, um, man. so anything else on the, on the fun side on the, per, uh, um, know? let's see. Um, I've gotten back in, I've gotten back into borderlands three after I beat the dragon quest last week. And and I also got got the new DLC for for Borderlands Three, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. The um the anime title's right there. Uh, or yeah, think about it. Like, that sounds like hentai right there, man. Mm-hmm. Tentacle sex. Mm-hmm. Do know. you even know what hentai is? I do. I've not watched it, but I know what it is, and that that because I know what it is, that's why I haven't watched it. Yes. Okay. So moving on from hentai. Yes. Um, but. On. Um, but uh, but actually, he, he what I loved about it is um is um it takes advantage of um of one of America's most most creative writers H. P. Lovecraft because think about it, it, it when he um 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 when he wrote all those all those um Cthulhu books, it was almost sacrilegious in a way in that moment of time to to write stuff like that you know a uh, basically a giant multi tentacle demon god f- f- from from another dimension right i know i get it i get it um and actually hp lovecraft is someone i've always wanted to read um i've never had the opportunity to read any of his stuff you know right me either you know i just haven't gotten around to it and i haven't i've gotten to where i'm not much of a reader these days anyway i've got too many <gasps> How oh, could you on. not be a reader? Oh, I'm a reader. I just never find time to read because yeah, I, unfortunately, it's but like, you okay. find, but you find time to um to to, to play Destiny too. It's like okay, I can read a book, which I should do. I know, and or I do play some Destiny. For, and I do some for work, or I can watch a movie about that book and be done with the movie in two hours, or the book in two or three days. Okay, so, okay. I speak for every single bookworm in the world. The um. The book is always better than the movie. Well, that, no, and I, I very agree with few that. exceptions on the t- 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 to that rule. One, Lord of the Rings, and, and two, Harry Potter. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, are you saying that the movies are better than the books? No, no. Um, um, oh, um, okay. Um, um, the movies are equal to the books. No, no. I mean, even though even though Peter Jackson did a fantastic job with the Lord of the Rings series of the movies, mm-hmm. um, and and he followed the movies, especially the expen- ex- extended edition. Books, uh, you mean? No, the extended edition version of the movies. Uh-huh. Um, he followed the books really closely, but there's no substitute for the book for, for Tolkien. True. Um, so, but I, I say, I, I agree with you. Books are generally better. I just tend to be impatient. Sorry. When was the last time you read a book? Um, um, I, I'm reading one right now. Oh, yeah? Cool. What are you reading? Um, um, I'm, I, I'm rereading Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Okay. All right. So. Uh, well, we're 15 minutes in, and we haven't even started yet. We uh, we uh, we've kind of started, you know. Okay. We've 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 chased a couple chickens. We've talked about our ourselves as human beings. We've bonded. I haven't even talked about what I'm doing. Then talk. Well, God, I've been listening to you. Oh, <laughs> there's not really much. I've been going to work and playing Destiny. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I can never I, I think changes. I, I think I need to re- record that segment and just paste it into every episode right now. <laughs> Although you know, we 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 did some streaming, you know, of Borderlands Three last night because I'm trying to get you to um, power level me up. Yeah, and we got a couple of levels done last night. 
you so see, the, I would still like to I would still like to do some some more of that this weekend. I'd try to try to get as close to fifty as I can before the weekend's over if we have time. Uh, and uh, you know, I got us a webcam because we're going to start streaming the podcast. Yeah, probably next episode. I hope. Hopefully. So I did some streaming of Destiny last night with the guys and actually used the webcam. Of course, there's no good place to put, when you're sitting on the couch playing Xbox. There's no really good place to put the webcam. I need to put it on the tripod. I didn't have the tripod with me, so really all you could you, you got a really great angle for two hours or an hour and a half of the side of my patchy beard <laughs> as I'm talking. That was pretty much it. So um, anyway, it, it, it really is that, patchy. That, it's that it's light. Hey, it's light on, Keanu on the side, Reeves, sides, Keanu, but thick. Yeah, on, Keanu, in, on the chin and mustache. Keanu Reeves rocks a patchy beard. So I'm not saying I'm Keanu Reeves, but it, 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 people can love exactly. him. Exactly, you're not Keanu Reeves. Reeves. If people can love him. There's a him, difference between you and Keanu Reeves. Well, that's true. If people totally can love leagues. him, for, and he's got a patchy beard, they can accept me with my patchy beard. Okay, I'm not expecting them to love me like they love Keanu. But anyway, so uh, so anyway, so that was interesting. Although the audio sounds really crappy, um, I don't know why that was last night. Uh, what else is going on? Really, not much. I mean, even though I'm going to work every day because we need to be on station with the military stuff, um, we're we're not completely down to men, men manning, as we call it, but it, we're getting close to that. But me being the only psychologist for the unit, I'm kind of, my, my department is kind of what, what they call one deep. There's nobody else. It's just me. So it, so I'm kind of considered pretty essential to be there. So. I'm going and doing that stuff, and we're we're practicing social distancing, and and we haven't had any cases, and we're a relatively small unit, so we haven't had any cases yet. Yeah, so. that's good, but it's probably coming because there's been several around here recently. So anyway, it's out there and it's spreading fast. I think we're going to turn the corner probably in the next couple of weeks. I hope, um, but anyway, so I haven't been doing much of, much of anything else, and. Uh, that, yeah, that's kind of me, man. There's just you never change. I I, I kind of don't like change, man. <laughs> I like to just do my. I mean, and on and you, what you're I, totally on on board with the giant change of when I move out. Oh, I'm totally on board with that. <laughs> exactly, I'm totally on board with that. I can't wait to help you pack. <laughs> you are dad gum right on that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, everybody's like. Aren't you going to be sad when he goes? I'm like, man, I'm I'm going to go. I'm sorry. I'll see you. Bye. I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. Oh um, my gosh. I will drive up there, and I'm what I I want. To, I'm going to back the U-Haul up, open the back door, <laughs> step on the gas, and just let it all fall out the back as I take off back home. I'm out of there. You can just hear the love, can't you guys? You can hear the love of a father who is ready for his adult son to get out of his house. <laughs> You hear the tonight. Uh, yeah, we're gonna figure out how to do this podcast long distance in a few months. But anyway, oh my gosh, that's okay. But so let's now, move on. Okay, let's so let's so let's, let's do see. the movie. Okay. Okay. So uh, the movie. So now it's time for the next next segment of roll for credits. Okay, so for our next segment of uh, Roll, Roll for, for Credits, credits. Uh, it's the 2016 movie uh, Train to Busan. Oh, yeah. Which is a movie out of South Korea. 
uh, directed by Sang Ho Yon, or something like that, guys. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher these names, but anyway. Um, and, and it stars, and, and I'll do my best to to correct him. And it stars uh, Yu Gong. That one's pretty easy. Yeah. And uh, and who yeah. else? Uh, yeah, Yu Gong. Yumi Yumi Jung. Okay, yeah. Which You're doing she so good. was? I think she was the um, she was the pregnant wife. Oh yeah. Uh, Dong Chak Ma, which was the South Korean Sylvester Stallone or whatever. <laughs> basically, you call him. he he yeah. um. He and um, then he honestly, honestly was was basically Sylvester Stallone um, in, in his big stocky strength. Yeah, it was and then crazy. and then Sue Ann Kim, uh, which was the little girl, which was the daughter. And it's kind of funny. I'm sitting here looking at the cast listing, and her name is Sue Ann Kim, which is S U dash A N. And in the movie, her character was Sue Ann S O O dash A N. I know. So they did that probably because for kids, it's hard for them to remember that they're playing it playing. A character, a, a character in different name, and so they just used her name, I guess, and just spelled it differently. So that was interesting. So anyway, so do you want to talk about the 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 plot, or do you want me to talk about the plot? Um, how about you talk about the plot? <laughs> okay. uh, because um, because because so, um, I'll um, I'll eventually just just constantly make make a full on right, so, point right. by point thing. Yeah. So so the the all right. So it's it's a zombie movie. We'll just start there. Okay. A good zombie movie. It's a it, and and look, and I'll be straight up for me to say that I enjoyed this movie is saying a lot because I'm not a big zombie movie fan. Um, as a matter of fact, um, right after Connor and I watched this, the next day I think, you know, I set up the uh, outdoor theater in the backyard and my wife and I rented uh, Knives Out, which I was fully expecting to love. And I actually enjoyed Trade to Busan better than Knives Out because um, I'll take a murder mystery over a zombie movie any day. So that completely surprised me and should tell you how good this movie is. But basically what's happening is there's a dad, and he's your typical you know, businessman. He's, he's working long hours, and, and he's got a daughter, and he's separated from his wife. And his, grand, his mother lives with them, and it's just him and his daughter and his, and his mother. And his wife lives elsewhere Busan. Uh, in Busan. And he neglects his daughter. It's not that he doesn't love her. He just, he's all focused on making money and that, whole, that trope that we all know. And trying to give her a good life, you know? Trying to give her a good life, but to the point of neglecting his time with her as her father. Uh, taking her for granted. And um, then his daughter, for her birthday, well, speaking, just to give you an idea of their relationship, for her birthday, you know, he, he got was her asking, he, hold, hold on, uh, he was asking his assistant, can I finish? Sorry. You, you told me to do it, right? Yeah, you're so, right, I'm sorry. Uh, he... He asked his assistant, so what are the kids like these days? Because he didn't even know what his daughter wanted, so he's just going to get something that the kids like. And so he came home and brought her, for her birthday, brought her a Wii, a Nintendo Wii. And she opened it up and had no reaction to it. It just kind of a, a flat look on her face. And, and he looked at her like, what's wrong? And she just pointed over to her TV, and he had given her a Wii at her last birthday. He didn't even remember, so that's kind for of for Children's dis- Day, actually. Or Children's he, Day, that's right. It was for Children's um, Day, so um, that was it's, his... a, it, um, it's a holiday in Korea, right? Right. So that was how disconnected he was from his daughter, and so for his daughter for her birthday, she wanted to go see her mom, you know, and she said, "It's okay, I, you don't have to go. I'll I'll go by myself. I'll get on the train and I'll go to I'll ride the train to Busan and see mom by myself." And and his mother kind of guilted him into going and take accompanying his daughter on the train to Busan to, to take her to see her mother. Um, now, cut back to the very beginning of the movie. 
and there's a guy trying to make a delivery somewhere and there's a road blockage and uh, people wearing hazmat suits and he's like what's going on he's like there was some kind of accident at the, at the factory yada 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 and uh as he's driving he's talking on his phone and he hits a deer thinks he killed the deer and he's driving off and then the deer kind of pops back up with broken bones and you can t- clearly and his eyes are glassed over so clearly it's kind of zombified so there's something going on all right and you don't see any indication of that and everybody's just normal um everybody's getting on the train um the dad and the daughter get on the train and they're sitting down and as they're people are getting on the conductor is looking the other way and somebody runs and jumps on the train and she looks she's she's trembling she's, and she's shaking she's she, just yeah, worse, worse she's trembling wear. and she's shaking and she's moaning and she she clearly doesn't look like she feels good um and then it, then the the train doors close and the train starts to move off and the little girl is sitting there just looking out the, out the window as the train is moving and um and and then suddenly he she um she sees the classic zombie move a, a running sneak chomp as i call it a, a zombie runs up behind by the conductor that's standing outside and, and then quickly chomps down and brings him to the ground it happened it happened literally in almost one second at snap your fingers um and suan was like huh huh um and she looks over to her dad sleeping asleep. he's sleeping already and the train is just barely starting to move so so that so then that woman got on the train right and she had been bit she had been infected and the little train conductor stewardess, kind of like the stewardess, kind of like the train attendant, like a flight attendant, kind of Steward, stewards and stewardesses. Yeah. So she saw her, and she was going to try to help her, and and what's going on? What's going on? And and she's just laying there trembling and shaking and kind of convulsing on the floor. So she gets on her radio to to call somebody else on the train. And while she's doing that, the lady's kind of laying on the floor behind her, and she pops up and just kind of. And it does all this weird cracking or head turning and clearly's going full on zombie. Um um base basically your classic zombie resurrection and very jerky, he you know, he kind of um um kind of stumbling and snarling and and all that, you know, classic. And then she dies on this woman and attacks her. Yep. So then that starts the whole thing and then they're both zombies and then um, and, and, and then car tire, by car. Car by car they're going through and just attacking people and more and more people are turning into zombies. Um and it comes down to about 20 people that are that are holed up in one of the train cars including um this guy we call, I called him like the South Korean Sylvester Stallone. I mean he was big and bulky and strong and he you was know, badass. He was he was pretty cool and his and his pregnant wife mm-hmm. and then this guy and his daughter and then just uh, there's uh, a young teenage couple. Mm-hmm. He, he was part of a baseball team, so his baseball team was on the on the train, and she was like his little girlfriend, um, cheerleader kind of thing. I and think. and then there was two older sister, like old women who were yeah. sisters, and then a guy that we called the rich asshole. Oh yeah, rich um, asshole. He was he was the absolute worst. Um, he um he he um, was the antagonist. Some kind you, of you th- you'd think you think COO that, or something like that. He um he um he was chief of some kind of company. Yeah. So you would think that he that that the zombies were the 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 villain of the of the movie. <laughs> in they, a lot of ways, it was this guy. Um 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 in a way, hey um um I, I personally see it as 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 the zombies were um they. They uh, they were the situation, and but rich asshole was, um, was the actual antagonist. Yeah. You know, so so then the, the whole movie is them just trying to survive, and they're trying to get to Busan, and the cities are being shut down, so they're not stopping at certain places. They're trying to stop at some places, and it's overrun by zombies, uh, and so they're trying to get to Busan, 
Okay, so that's the whole movie. That's why it's called Train to Busan. And uh, people die and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to... charmed. People get yeah, betrayed. And, and just, of course, slowly the group gets whittled down one by one. Um, and you get down, and basically by the end, there's two survivors. Now, um, should um, should we reveal who, who those are? No, no, but, I don't think so. I mean, it's... No, I, I, I would say not. Now, there are people there are people that die that you are super happy that they get killed off. Definitely. Um, there, are su- there are people that you are super sad that they get killed off. Um, there are some that sacrifice themselves in a kind of a touching way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it touches a lot of different emotions, even though it's all about zombies. But uh, I really enjoyed it. So, so did I. So... And um and, and for those for those of you who don't know um I'm actually kind of have a fear of zombies. Um, and for for me to um to enjoy a movie about zombies, it's actually a pretty big feat on my part. Yeah. So you know, and I, I mean, I'm looking at some of my notes from it. You know that there was it really touched a lot of like concepts and themes. So like there was one I just wrote down. There was the you know the cruelty of selfishness and fear. And then the nobility of sacrifice for others, and then the karma and justice for those that were only looking out for themselves. Um, and, and so it, it touches on all those kind of human nature things in, in a really good way. Yeah, um, definitely. So I, I, I really enjoyed that part. I, I love the fact that it was a slow tension build at the beginning. It just yeah. kind of slowly built for the, at least the first half hour. Oh, yeah. And then it got pretty busy for... You know, a good, a, a good hour, a good, a good hour, and then it kind of and and it basically kind of stayed action packed until the last what ten minutes or so, um, 10, 20 minutes at most. Not, I wouldn't say twenty minutes, but so yeah. So you know the the uh, the thing that I probably liked the most about it was they portrayed the zombies in a different way than I'm used to. I mean, you know, the oh, yeah, the, tr- the zombie trope is. Zombies kind of slowly lumbering along down the street, and you can easily outrun them, even though there's always the girl that trips and falls and gets eaten, because you know that happens in every horror movie, right? Yeah. You know, y'all need to go to the track more. But, um, but in this one, the, it was almost like it was it was they were mob, rabid in a way. It, well, it was a rabid mob mentality, but it was almost like ants. Yeah, ants in a way. It was almost like. An army of ants. How they just they they just climbed over each other, and they would almost literally build walls to to grab onto things. Um, kind of like they World just climbed, War Z. Yeah, kind of like that. You know, they. Um, so that's that's another one where they kind of did that too, although it, not as fast running as these. Now, you know, in in uh, Will Smith's movie, I Am Legend. Yeah. You know, they were very fast moving, but it. They weren't but, really, but they technically weren't your, they weren't zombies. They weren't. Your, they were mutants, right? They were way. kind of. They kind of mutated. They weren't really zombies, but but kind of had the same kind of approach to that character as, as these did. I They're guess very fast, yeah. fast moving, and like there's one part where the, a train engine at the very end with the last survivors is trying to get away, and one of the zombies grabs onto it, is holding onto it, and the others are running and grabbing onto him, and they literally create. Uh, a basically weight, a, a, um, yeah. a, a blanket of, of zombies. He's um, um heavy enough to to hold back a freaking train engine. Yeah, so so it was a natural brake system. It was yeah, really. It was really jarring the way they portrayed the zombies because, like I said, I'm used to this the slow lumbering zombies, and I'm sure that people that are more horror movie aficionados, Brandon and Mitch, and 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 zombie movie aficionados, I'm sure that they've seen other zombie movies that do it that way, mm-hmm. 
but since we don't watch zombie movies that often, it was just it was it was interesting. I I really enjoyed that, yeah. you know. So, so all right. What about you? What what kind of thing? What kind of things did you like well, about it? Well, well, well. I've got some notes as well, and um, and 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 right off the bat, about um um with within the first few minutes, um I'm I'm gonna notice something that's not really he's seen seen a lot lot in zombie movies. How how um how in the very first scene, scene we see this guy run over a deer, and and the deer dies and um um and is resurrected. Very very rarely he um do we see the actual old virus skipping the the human barrier. Um, almost always we we've seen it as, as a human base and, and never actually seen a zombie deer, a zombie dog, a zombie cow, you know stuff like that. So so, so I think that's very interesting how how they spread that in a way. You You've know? never seen Pet Cemetery, have you? No, and I don't want to. Though. Though those aren't zombies, those, those are demons. There's a difference. Oh, okay. Well, but 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 church the cat. I mean, it's pretty. No, 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 no. Pretty zombified cat. I I do not want to see Pet Cemetery. I do not <laughs> want to see Pet Cemetery. Um, I I I don't want to see any of, of Stephen King stuff. No. You know what? That which reminds me. I'm gonna chase a chicken here. Sorry, Chase. Um, no, don't squeeze Chase. Come on, one time oh, okay, for the episode. Yeah, there you go. There we go. So oh, anyway, so <laughs> um, a friend of mine at work, we were talking about Stephen King uh, movies and books yesterday, and there's a book that I've always wanted to read that he said he read back in high school, and it's uh, Stephen King's The Stand. What's the, what's that? I've well, never heard I, of that before. I mean, he's you know it's it's one of his super thick books. The paperback is a thousand pages. What the? Yeah, it's huge. Um, and it's it's basically like kind of what's going on now. It starts with a virus and basically kills off ninety eight percent of the of the world of the earth of the human population of the earth. And then he said like like that's the first third of the book. And the middle third of the book is um, the aftermath of that. And then the um, the the last part of the book is kind of the society rebu- rebuilding itself or something like that. And I've always wanted to read the stand, so that'll probably be my next book that I'll read. Okay. Just for full full on pleasure, so um, I think it's probably a pretty appropriate Excuse one me. to to read, given what's going on now. I I thought it was kind of interesting that we just randomly uh, picked up Train to Busan with zombies and infections and all that kind of stuff when we're right in the middle of infections oh, and stuff. I'm a, I'm a, of a quarantine basically. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so all right. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So More of your well. notes. Um. Let's see. Um. Um. Ah. So. So, so, so very rarely he um, in zombie movies and TV shows we see, um, we we see actual infection in um, uh, um, in the person, and usually we usually just see he um, a bite, they die, um, and, and then they're a zombie. But uh, but here here we, um, we actually see black veins from from the infection sites curling up the legs um, or, or the hands of where they're bit, um, and like um, it's spreading through and coursing through their veins. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, and um, and I th- and I thought that was, that was a very cool thing that that they did. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Let's see. There was one um, um there's one scene I find very very unrealistic. Um um it, it was a scene with the first infected girl on the train. She's um she, she she's twitching and bleeding and lumbering in an aisle with people on both sides of her, and they don't even notice a thing. Um, right. Yeah. That, I well, mean, I, think I mean, they... you would think someone. One one would would look up and notice a girl bleeding from her leg and and twitching and and groaning loudly. 
Well, I think they noticed, but they didn't react because they were like, okay, what's going on with her? I think it was that kind of a reaction. It's like, okay, what's going on? It's not, oh, jump up and help her. I think it was more, okay, that's kind of weird, you know? But... Um, I mean that's the way um, I look. But at no it. one even got one. No one even got one of the stewards. Her which asshole hold, hold got a steward just because a guy was holding up the bathroom. Yeah, and I he mean, was actually he was not a zombie. No, uh, he no, was just he was running sorry. from them. Exactly. So okay. Um, let's see. Um, um, ah, so so one. Um, um, the way the infected actually acted, the um these guys were real. Pros, um, the way they moved, the way they groaned and and hissed, and just the way they moved was on point, perfectly for for any zombie thing. You know, it, w- it was perfect in, in every way, in my opinion. You know, cool. yeah. Um, and then let's see the mob animations. And dad, um, um, dad referenced into these, and I just agree. The mob animations were incredible. You know, know that they got hundreds, and I and I literally mean hundreds of extras, and filmed these amazing big scenes of zombies literally as a horde running and chomping and crawling over each other and i just feel like it was so powerful i was literally on on the edge of my seat a couple of times watching this thing being um being like oh my gosh it's so expansive you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um let's see the infected um, uh, um as we all know no a very very common zombie trope is is um is zombies don't don't have sight smell um, anything like that. Mm. Um, they um, they I don't know act. If that's true, but um, they act almost solely, uh, almost solely on sound. You know, but but um, in this movie, sight was also a, a big motivator. Um, uh, um, every time the train went through a tunnel, th- um, the zombies almost basically went into a hypnotic state. You know, they yeah, sort of froze, and I don't know how know? much and they just. Uh, and they reacted solely on sounds, and, and it was visually based. But I don't know how much of it was light versus motion. It was something visually oriented, but I'm not sure it, which one it was. Because when they did go through the tunnel, I mean, it was literally like they went completely blind, and like they were babies and had no object permanence. You know, the, you know, developmentally, it's like when babies, you know, when you take an object from them and hide it behind your back. They haven't learned that that object still exists. They think it magically disappeared. And they, yeah. that's why you have kids crying when you take a toy away and hide it. And so these zombies were kind of like that. As soon as the lights went out and they couldn't see anything, it's like everything disappeared. They're literally trying to bite somebody's neck. The lights go out. It gets dark. And all of a sudden they stop and start looking around like they can't see them, like they're not yeah, even there. Yeah, exactly. So they kind of regress to, to an earlier developmental stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's I'm gonna see what else have I got. Ah, so so obviously he since since the since the train is the main setting of of the film, uh, um obviously obviously um some people are gonna try to get off and and try to switch trains or or or, or try to get out and make it on their own. Um and so because of that people are gonna get left behind, you know, and um and the way the and the way the director you used that was was very very interesting how um how how these people on the train and what could um could see these people being being attacked and and infected and killed and um, and they couldn't do any anything about it it's almost like like if you were were watching a 
a, a bear attack a rabbit through a cage, you know? No, you can do any, you can do anything about it. You can only right. witness it. So, um, all right. So let's start to wrap it up because we're running long. So, what are the things about the movie that you didn't like? Um, let's see that I didn't like, or that was a disappointment to you. I've got one thing really is about all that, that I've got. Um, okay, okay. There's um there um there uh, there's this one scene. Um, um, it's, um, it's, it's the first scene where everyone gets off of the train, trying, um, trying to get saved by the military, um, and, and so everyone is going down these escalators. So, so uh, as we learn later in the movie, um, sight and sound are, um, are, are motivators for, for the zombies. But, um, but, but as we're going down, down, we notice all, all, all the zombies are turned the opposite way, facing away from the escalator. So, but then all of a sudden, a single zombie is triggered and turns around. What triggered that zombie? It, um, it's, um, um, nothing could have happened to, um, to have triggered that guy, you know? Um, and, uh, um, and, and so you, that... I think you probably just heard the people coming down the escalator. But that's the thing. Uh, um, the, the escalators are making constant noise, right? So, so then, so then, how come they weren't? Um, um, all, all zombies weren't already flocked to them already. I don't know. I I don't know, Connor. Whatever. It just didn't make sense to me. And uh, you know, the only and the only thing that I really had that that was kind of tropish. You know, I um talking to friends of mine. Um, I have a couple of friends that do a podcast called Divided by Werewolves, and of course, they do lots of. Um, horror movie reviews, and they've seen this movie, and they loved it, and, and uh, you know, Mitch, a couple of things, you know, commented on uh, the little girl that played Sue Ann, uh, she was, at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, yeah, she's like your typical kid actor, she's not there that good, but as the movie went on, she was really, really good, um, so Very she was really powerful. Impressive. Yeah, um, but the, the thing that was kind of boring to me, or, or, uh, not boring, but not and not even disappointing, but just didn't hit me the way it hits other people because somebody's talked about all the feels at the end of the movie. It was predictable to me. I knew I, I knew what was going to happen. I, I could almost predict. I pretty much predicted everybody that was going to die of that last group. I pretty much predicted everybody that was going to die and why they were going to die because it's pretty it's pretty common tropes that you have. Th- this person sacrificing this way. This person dying in in a in a wave of justice and this person sacrificing themselves for them and uh, so all those things were happening but they were all pretty predictable including the, the the bigger one at the end where someone sacrifices themselves at the end to save someone else and yes it's supposed to have been very emotional and it was an emotional scene but i didn't react to it because i knew it was coming so i was already emotionally and mentally prepared for it when it happened so it didn't catch me off guard it didn't surprise me it didn't you know so that you know, as good as the movie was, that last 20 to 30 minutes of the movie got kind of tropish with the, the people that were dying off and how they were dying off. So it was kind of predictable. But other than that, it was a great movie. Um, it really and was. I would, it, even if you like zombie movies and you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend watching it. If you don't like zombie movies but you like horror movies, I definitely recommend seeing it. If you Like foreign movies. Yeah, you got to deal, deal with the subtitles. But you know what? Who cares? You know, Parasite just won best best movie, won the Oscar for best movie, and uh, you know the director when he took his acceptance speech pretty much said, uh, "You Americans need to be okay with reading," <laughs> you know, because Americans are really bad about it. if it's got s- subtitles and I have to read subtitles for the movie, I'm not interested, you know, which is wrong. 
Except anime nerds, excuse me. Except anime nerds, right. <laughs> I'm talking about just general Hollywood. So, uh, you know, because, yes, zombies, it was centered around zombies, but it was really just an action movie um, in a lot of ways. So I would, from all those angles, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, so if you'd like to talk about it, let us know, and we can talk more about it, and we can give you any kind of spoilers if you want them. But that's pretty much all I got about Train to Busan. And uh, so I guess the next thing we need to do is our geek question of the day, yep. right? All right. Yep. And so Connor, you know, Connor was complaining to me this week. He's like, Dad, you do everything. I just kind of show up. I'm like, well, you're the talent. You know, you're like the actor. I do all the background work. I'm the best boy and the production designer. And I do all the work. And then you show up and do your funny stuff. And then you get all the credit anyway. But he wanted to be part of designing the podcast. I'm like, all right, cool. You well, get the geek question. Well, so it's just, um, I have, just um, um, it's supposed to be a partnership. And I, um, and, 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 and I don't feel like I'm an equal partner in and, way, and, you know? and And it's hard for, as dad, it's hard having raised you and made decisions. It's hard to, to do that, you know, even though you're an adult, because I still see you as my son. I know. You know, the, that needs to be beaten about the head and shoulders every now and then. So, I will take this chicken and whack you upside the head with it. I'll whack you right, right, I'll, I'll whack you right upside the head with Chase. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. I have to Two edit times. those out. So anyway, um, so I have relented and, and I've given up all control of the geek question. So Connor is control of these. So if you have any problems with the geek questions, talk to him <laughs> at Quillmeister. All right, so what's the geek question? All right, so going on theme with um, with our current quarantine and then also our our movie, um, in a zombie apocalypse scenario, um, what is most important, in your opinion, to procure first? So in a zombie apocalypse, what's basically what's the first thing I need to have? What's the most exactly. crucial thing that I need to have to survive a, a zombie exactly. apocalypse? Okay, all right, well, cool. I, I have no idea what I'm going to say. So I'm going to sit here and think, and I will let you answer first. So in my opinion, I feel like finding survivors is the most important thing to do first because um, because classically— That is so there, you. Yes, it is. Um, um, because there is strength in numbers, you know, and, um, and, and we think about it, the more people you have, um, 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 the, more, the more you can delegate and find other things, you know. Um, you you can send someone out to find weapons. You you can send someone out to find a shelter. You can find someone um, to, to go find anything you really need. You know, if if you have enough people, well, you um you you can procure a lot of things in a small amount of time. You know, well, um, you work as a as a team. Okay, so that's my answer. That's it. You're you're done. That was quick. Yeah. It's gonna be a quick geek question. So <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, it's it's I, simple. I, I think it's funny that that that's you because you're. You're, yeah, you, you talk about you know it's with more people you can pr- procure more things and equipment and whatever, but you've always been the kind of person that wants to take care of other people and help other people. Yeah, I always. So have it been. doesn't surprise me at all that the first thing you said was people. Um, me being an introvert, you can have all the people because yes, there's strength in numbers, but there's secrecy in singles. <laughs> So there's a, what meaning it's a whole lot easier for for a single person to sneak around and survive alone than it is in a group of people because think about it the more people you have the more infighting you're going to have the more you're going to have um battles for supremacy and power and control i mean i don't want walking dead but i've seen enough of it and i've heard enough of it that that becomes a lot of what it is it's it's all these factions and all these people fighting for power and and 
beating each other and this kind of stuff. So the more people, and you that's have, why I stopped watching Walking Dead. So the more people you have, the more humanity comes into play, and you're dealing with you know power plays and 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 disappointments and people turning on you and people you know being willing to sacrifice you and put you in a situation to save themselves, right? True. Like we were joking a while ago, I said, you know, when you when you asked me, I said the first thing that I'd need is just some good track shoes because all I gotta do is outrun you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that that so, made me feel the love. But what I'm saying is that that would be kind of the mentality of most people at some level, right? Yeah. Um, and so I would almost rather be just me, because I don't have to procure a lot of stuff. I just need stuff for me. I can forage for myself. I can hide much easier being mean by myself. I mean, you, you know, can think hide. About it. It's kind of, it's kind of, huh? You can hide. Of course I can. It, it, it's like the, it's like the game Sardines. Um, I don't think you guys ever played the game Sardines. We used to play it back in high school uh, when I was younger. Anyway, you know what hide and seek is, right? Yes. Everybody hides, and one person goes to look for them, right? Yes. That's hide and seek. Sardines is the exact opposite. One person hides. One person hides, and everybody tries to go find that one person. Oh yeah, I and then I, I think we did when y'all were right, and then and then when way you um way, way back in North Dakota, when you find that person, you hide with them. So what ends up happening is the more people, the more people that find the person who's hiding, the harder it is to hide, because say the person is hiding behind a tree, and there's twelve people playing, and you've got eight or nine people. Hiding behind a tree, it's impossible, right? So, True. so it would be much harder for a group of people, a large group of people, to surf through all the zombie wasteland than one person. Well, that's the thing. Right? Um, so that that, that um, that's why I wouldn't be really that concerned. I mean, yes, I would be, I would get lonely, of course. Um, um, well, that's the thing. One um one with more people, you um. You would be able to to find shelter faster, um, and um, and, and then by that point, when um, everyone could stay in the shelter, and um, and then you, you could just and then you could just go or take a small team, you know. Okay. Well, why why would it be easier to find shelter with a big group of people? Because what if you find a small shelter that's not big enough for everybody? If you're by yourself, it doesn't matter how small the space is, you still can find shelter for yourself. If you find a huge space, you still got shelter for yourself. <laughs> Either way, right? So. Yeah. So I mean I I get why you're why you're going where you're going, but for me the people thing wouldn't be that important because it's actually I think would be easier to survive alone in terms of getting away from the zombies and hiding and avoiding True. the zombies altogether. If you were in a zombie battle and you were cornered, then yeah you're you're you're, you're toast. There's yeah. no way you're going to survive that. Yeah. But to survive at the very beginning of just avoiding them altogether, it's easy to be. I mean again look at I Am Legend. He was by himself. It was him, and he was able to he was able to put together a pretty specific route and routine that kept him safe for a long time, right? Because he was by himself, he wasn't having to worry about other people. Um, I mean, it kept him safe, but he also went kind of crazy. But a little bit. I mean, yeah, he's he's talking it up with the the mannequin at Blockbuster and watching porn with the mannequin at Blockbuster, right? So he um. <laughs> He, um, he also watched Shrek enough to uh, to basically quote the movie verbatim. Well, yeah, I got that because that's probably his kid's favorite movie. But in the in the oh, movie, true, true. Um, but like in Train to Busan, I mean, look at all the betrayal that happened because in just that group of twenty people, it, um, because uh, of human nature all, trying to survive, all because of rich asshole. Yeah, but but you saw how rich asshole, um, 
garnered in and got support from half of that group, over half of that group, where they ostracized those other people. You know, that's what I'm saying. You get human nature involved, and they're going to turn on each other. That was a perfect example of it right there. So, um, so yeah, so I wouldn't need that. Okay, so um, so then, in your opinion, th- what would you need? That's, God, that's a good question. Ah, uh, jeez, man. Um... Something for survival. Uh, Want me to make it multiple choice? No, 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 no. I think <clears throat> because look, you're going to eventually, you're going to eventually run out of fuel. You're going to eventually run out of gas. Um, cars are going to eventually stop. Depending on how long you survive, cars are going to stop working and all that kind of stuff. So fuel is not going to be that important. Um, you're going to need water, yeah. and you're going to need some way to cook stuff. You know. Or, or anything like that. So I would, I would probably, what I would like to have, if I, if, if I can get away with this, you said one thing, this is like a one kit that's a few little things. No, 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 no. Um, when I meant one thing, um, 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 I meant, uh, I meant would try to to procure or shelter first. Would try to procure weapons first. Would try, would um, would would try to, to answer procure that. supplies uh, yes, first. I got that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to answer that. Yes. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not one specific thing. No, I it's give a broad you spe- spectrum of okay, things. Okay, I want uh, supplies. Okay, and I'll give you okay, specific supplies. Specific okay, supplies. Okay, so supplies. Specific supplies, okay? Like um, a flint and tinder, you know, something to make fire. Okay. Because you're going to run out of matches. And, and it's also going to run out eventually. Right, but you you can find, I mean, yeah, but hopefully before the flint and tinder actually wear out, you will be able to find another means to make fire. So I would need something at the beginning to make fire because... Even if I didn't have like a water filter for filtered water, because the water's gonna get nasty because there's no filtration, because everything's dead and, and and there's gonna be dead people in the water, you're gonna need to filter out your water. Um, I can and, and forge. Steam, from, steam is is the best way to do that, right? Well, fire, you just boil the water, and kill all the microbes and, and stuff in it. So I would need something to create fire, and then I could in a pot. Yeah. And that so I mean so I'd need basically a camping kit, you know. So. We got it in the house because that's all Luke does is the whole camping. I mean, he's got so much stuff up there. So assuming he doesn't survive and take it all. <laughs> we all know Luke would survive. Oh, Luke would survive. Um, it, you know, he'd just go kill squirrels as long as they're not zombie squirrels. <laughs> so, squirrels, deer, raccoons. Whatever, man. But so I would, I would need supplies because you're going to need water more than anything the soonest. Exactly. More than food. More than a, a, a roof to sleep under, you know. Yeah. So you're going to need clean water because um, you're going to dehydrate a lot faster than you're going to starve. So you got more time to find food, and so to do that, I think you need some kind of container to boil water, and you need something to create fire. That's all you need to start with. And yeah. then And then you can forage in old houses and buildings like they do in zombie movies all the time. But that's what and until you can get to that spot that place you're going to need something to stay hydrated yeah especially since you're gonna be doing lots of running right yeah <laughs> so so that would probably be my my thing supplies, supplies. more so than shelter or survivors survivors especially survivors what y'all, about weapons? y'all 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 are on your own Mm-mm. nope nope i trust myself i don't trust nobody else not even me um I mean, I would trust my family, but you're talking about if it was just, me, you know, if it was me. So you're, you're assuming it's not family; it's just you. 
right? Yes, I would trust my family, but pretty much nobody else. Mm. Sorry, people. I love you all, but I don't trust you. If it's between me and you and a zombie, all I got to do is outrun you. That's that's all I'm worried about, you know? Um, and I don't even have to run faster than you for a long time. I just got to sprint faster than you until they catch you, and then I can slow up because then they're going to be eating on you. So, sorry. Um and that's why you guys and, and, and free range. And, and that's why you guys probably shouldn't want me in your group either, because I'll sell you out quicker than anything. <laughs> Not really, you know me. I probably yeah. wouldn't. But um, we, we, you're the, loyal. The thing is, we don't know what we would do in a situation like that. I think this coronavirus because stuff is kind of testing. Our boundaries on that. Not to that level of a zombie outbreak, no, no. but it's it's kind of going. Okay, are we going to continue to be the individualistic? selfish people in society and culture that we have become over the last two or three generations? Or are we going to remember that we were made and designed to be social creatures and have compassion and care for people? Which which direction are we going to go? Because we've definitely gone the individualistic and selfish direction for decades. We kind of move, and we've had such affluence as a society that it's been easy to do that because we haven't had to protect other people and care for other people. We can we could afford to just be selfish because everybody else was being selfish and taking care of themselves. Now we're to the point to where we need to take care of people. And I'm hoping that through this whole coronavirus thing, that's a lesson that we learn that maybe houses maybe houses will start to be built with front porches again. If you and you don't know this Connor, but you know, growing up, most houses had a front porch. A big front porch with a swing and places to sit. Whole, na- whole neighborhoods were like that because you went and you visited your neighbors and you went to talk to your neighbors and, and, and it was much more social and community-oriented. Now, I mean, even when I was a kid and houses were being built when I was a kid, you started seeing houses that didn't have front porches. You had front stoops walking in the front door, but there wasn't a, 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 a meeting place at each house uh, on the outside uh, because people stopped visiting with each other and you stopped learning who your neighbor is. You know, I mean, we we know our neighbors right across the street, you know, across the street because we've gone to church with them for years since we've been here. But mom told the story yesterday. She she met a guy out on the street and they got to talking and turns out he lives right next to next door to us, right next door. The house literally next to our house. And she didn't know who he was. Now, he's 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 she's met his older oldest daughter, his adult daughter that lives there as well. You know, so he's like the grandfather. And she just hadn't met him. But that just goes to show you, we've been, that family's probably living in that house for two years now. We're just, we're not community oriented anymore. So I hope that this stuff teaches us how to be more community oriented and care about people again. Definitely. But, uh, but then, but then but at the same it, time, it, social distancing. Well, that, um, that, um, that might also be, it could become a habit, you know? Well, well, the social distancing in terms of being six feet apart, that's that's going to go away. That's just a necessity. But um, meeting online more, I think, and, and doing things like shopping online more, even more so than Amazon, I mean, like grocery shopping online, doing everything like that, um, meeting you know online and having online meetings and, 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 and that kind of stuff, I think that's going to be a kind of a permanent change. Now, it's not a huge change for like people like me and you. Because, because we we do so much online anyway, yeah. play games online and, and and that that kind of thing, and we have a lot of friends that we've you know developed through the podcasting community online through Discord, uh, <clears throat> and so it's not a huge change, but for some people this is a huge change for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, we kind of went off. I kind of went off on a like a, a world issue tangent there. Yeah. Sorry about that. But a, uh, um, a, a worldly chicken, a hippie chicken, yeah, a hippie chicken. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so yeah, that okay. I think I think we beat that deep, deep fried chicken. Deep fried. Okay. <laughs> I think we I think we have beat that <laughs> question to death. So the last thing the last thing that we've got to do, or that we want to do, is we you know we started uh, a, game a campaign of a campaign of expedition last time, and it's a really fun game. It probably didn't come off well last time because we were. Getting, it's the first I'm time we had done it, it again for the podcast, and so we hadn't played it in a while, and it was the first time we'd done it for like the podcast, so we had a lot of stops and stutters and this kind of stuff. So uh, we're going to finish out today's episode uh, with finishing out that campaign. We stopped about probably halfway through the campaign. Yeah, about We halfway. got through, what, two two levels of the dungeon? Yep. Uh, so I don't know how many more levels are left, but uh, Connor almost died, but didn't. Yeah. So we got to pull, pull out our characters and get that all set up, and then we're going to play some more expedition and, and see if we can make it to the end of the dungeon without dying. All right, and so we're going to continue the uh, adventures of Claude and Seamus. Oh, yes, Lottie. <laughs> in our dungeon crawl from last episode. And uh, uh, I think we had finished. Level Let's kick three. some otters. And so we're just going to pick up where we left off last time and see how far we can get this, uh, this episode. All right, so here we go. Your heart pumping with adrenaline. You quickly loot the bodies. Not making the mistake you made last year, you turn around and follow the stairs down to the next level. All right, let's go. You hear the first yells of frustration as contestants succumb to tiredness. You're grateful that you took the time and effort to train for this. Amazing how much of a difference 10 minutes a day of push-ups, pull-ups, and squats makes. And burpees and everything else. Uh, momentarily distracted by your what workout routine, uh, you almost miss the next monster charging towards you. A giant rat and thief, and so. So an R O so, um so an R O U S. No, not an R O U S. R U S S is just giant rat, and so they. That's the hit. same thing. So the giant. A rodent of unusual size. So the giant rat has fifteen hit points, and the thief has eight. All right, so. What does our world come to? Who um so are you when, ready? when so a gotta, rat has more has is healthier so than a human? So we have we have to we have to set. Remember, you you've only got a few seconds to, to select your ability. I know. You ready to start the timer? Are you ready? Go. Tell me when you're ready. I, I'm ready. Okay, I got it. Got mine too. All right. Okay. So here we go. So we're good. So let's see. All right, we got all that stuff. All right, I'm, oh. I'm casting Lightning Bolt. Okay, go for it. 14 and Anna, and I hit. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hit the uh, bandit. The thief? Yep, the, the thief. Okay. Thief, bandit, same thing. All right, so for how many points of damage? Four. Okay. And I am doing signal shot and hit uh, 18, so I hit, and so I do... How much damage do I do here? One? Uh, Is that one no. damage? Um, no, you read that. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, oh. All damage enemies would deal you this round instead of dealt to the target. Okay, so we got to see how much damage we do depending on how much damage they do to us. All right? Okay. So, 
Let's see. Let's see what happens. We all take one damage. We all take one damage. Okay. So I'm down to nine, and you're down to two. Yep. All right. Um. So that means that the thief takes two points of damage from me. So he's down to two points. Sweetness. Okay, and so Excuse nothing me. has changed. Excuse me. So now we go to the next next level. You ready to start the timer? Yep. All right. Ready, go. Tell me when you're ready. Ready. Me too. All right. So I'm going to do long shot. And I'm going to do knock. Go for it. And I succeed. So I regain two health points. Um, and, and then I draw one extra ability next round. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so you're trying to keep from dying. There you go. All well, right. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at, now I'm at four health. And I missed. You missed? I missed. Oh, dang, Dad. That's up. Yep. All right. And then we each take one damage. I'm down, so I'm down to eight, and you're down to three. three. Ooh, you got some work to do. All right. You think? Okay. All right. All right. Ready? I'm setting the timer. Here we go. Yes. Done? Done. Enemy surge. Okay. All okay, right. So who, so who surges? So let's see. I'm trying to see what the surge is. So what their so, surge, the party must, must discard, discard one loot or all adventures take two damage. Okay. I'm, all right. I'll so I'll do that. I'll discard one loot. Okay. So loot's gone. All right. No damage. And now, so you're, so I was doing precision shot and you were doing what? Um, I'm doing press forward. Okay. Um, um, if I succeed, I, I can deal one damage and then, then play any ability from my hand and automatically succeeds. Okay. All right. I, I'd have to get, to get higher than a three. I just got to get higher than a three. A four. four. Oh, there you man. go. Okay, so, so so I'm gonna deal one damage to the to the giant rat, and then let's see, using one of my abilities for my hand, um, I am going to I um um I, I'm gonna cast blood rage, and, and um um and then automatically succeeds, um and and then I can play another ability for my hand. I'm gonna cast phase shift, and, and then double its effects. Effects. Um, if I'm below half half health, so so, so I regain four health. Okay. Um, and and then I take no damage this round, so I'm up to seven. Okay. But you did no damage to anybody, right? Um, um I dealt one damage to to the giant rat. Okay. And I did precision shot. I needed to roll an eleven, and I rolled a twelve. So I do five damage, and I'm going for the the thief to take him out. So the thief's gone. Sweetness. Okay. All right. Ready to go? Yep. Okay. Okay, so let me just, uh, knock this down. So the rat is tier three, right? So we only took that. All right. Okay, next. Okay. All right, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Go. Oh, all right, I am doing focused gaze. Um, and, and then if I succeed, 
speed, I'll, I'll add plus four to my next roll. And you botched. Yeah, I botched. <laughs> um, I, so I have minus four to my next roll. Nice. Oh, nice. Crap. Okay. And I did rapid. That's, that's the first time I've botched in this and game. And I did rapid fire. And I rolled a uh, two. And so I missed. Okay. So that's we good. are sucking against this giant rat. All right. That does not sound right. Oh, and we each take two damage. Oh, two damage. I'm down to five. And I'm down to six. This this adventure may end quickly. I don't want it to end quickly, though. And <laughs> it might. Okay, what is this? What do I want to do here? Come here. Gosh. Can't handle my cards here, man. Okay, all right, you ready? Ready. All right, go. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and do Arc Shot. I am, and then I'm going to do Magic Missile. I got that's a missile at the darkness. Ooh, that was awfully loud. And I succeed. Um, even with um, even with my minus four. Nice. So, so how much damage do you do? I deal two damage. Okay, take yeah. it down. All right, and I'm doing arc shot, and I hit, so I do three damage. So he is he is now down to nine. Good. All right. Sucker. Next. Okay, and we both take two damage. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna die. I don't so want to die. I'm down to four. And I'm down to three. Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay, go. Oh, an enemy surge occurs. Um, all adventurers must discard one, one loot if they have any. Okay, so I'm gonna. All right, I'm getting rid of that one. Yeah, getting getting rid of my ancient rune. Done. Okay. All right. And so, what are you doing? Um, um I'm gonna cast phase shift. I, I regain two health and take no damage this round. And I fail. Hell, but I don't botch. Okay. So okay. just fail. All right. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing so. withdraw. And I need to roll a seven or greater. And I did. I got a 19, so I regained three health. Can you let that be for me? I'm back up to seven. I'm going to die, right. Daddy. I'm going to die. And everybody takes one damage. So okay. now I'm down to six. All right. I we are not doing a lot of damage to him, that's for sure. Yeah, you think? Okay. You ready? Uh... All right. Yep. All right, cool. Blood Rage. All right, go. And I fail again. What is with this dice? This die hates me. All right. Oh, my goodness. Somebody keeps blowing up my phone over here. All right, and then I'm doing Crippling Shot, and I hit. So he does two damage. And he takes an extra damage from all the other abilities this round. So then so you three deal three. Damage. So that knocks him down to six points. All right. And we each take one damage. I am down to well, they don't one. Do, you know, they don't do a lot of damage, you know, which is fine. All right. I'm about out of... You ready? Because I'm down to one ability. 
So, and then I'll have to start over. Are you ready? You better hurry. Yes. Okay. Alright, go for it. Okay, I regain two health and, and draw one extra ability next turn. Okay. And I'm doing trick shot. And hit, just barely. And I do three points of damage. So he's down to three points. Ooh, it's going to cut it close. You think? All right. Next. Okay. I've got to reshuffle all my cards because I'm out of abilities. i got to go back to the beginning. Okay. Okay, I've, I've got mine. All right, go. I'm doing pummel. Oh, hold on. There's a surge. Okay. Which is the surge is get yeah. rid of your car. So I'm, I have no more loot. I'm out of loot. All right. Go. And and I succeed with pummel. So um so um so so that I deal three damage and which kills him. Yep. So he's done. Yay. Peace out, bro. All right. So he's done. Victory. Hey. All right. Cool. So, so we up. get to draw one tier one loot, one tier three loot. Nice. And. We level up. All right, so we have rested. Connor made an executive decision that we were going to take a full rest and Be <laughs> heal um, up fully. Because we leveled up, of every single video game that has up, a level so system automatically has you refill all your health, right, shields, right. mana, whatever. Yep, so anyway, um, so now we're rested up. We're ready to go. We level up. We got new abilities. We got some loot. Um, so what kind of loot did we get? I got a balancing gem. You want to tell me a little bit more about um, what it is? Um, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I I can reduce or regain one target to half health. Okay. Cool. All right. And I got a magical loot. Woohoo! Um, single use anytime, and I get to choose one, either plus five to my next role playing playing role, or two targets take two music damage. That must mean I really suck at playing loot. That's 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 how I interpret that. <laughs> So, all right, so we are moving on. So you take a moment to clean your weapon. The mantra of your coach echoes in your head. A clean weapon is a good weapon. And remember, we had plenty of time to do it because we took a full rest, long rest, long, as Connor says. Exactly. Because, right. um, I mean, this is D&D, right? <laughs> so as you clean your weapon, you remember another tip your coach gave you. In level four, breathe more. So you realize you've been holding your breath. So with a few deep breaths of stale dungeon air, you feel more energized just in time to fight... A giant spider and dire wolf. And they have how many hit points each? Um, they are see. 17 dire wolf and, and 14 gi the giant spider. All right, spooder. they're getting a little, a little hairier here, no pun intended. Oh, come on, Hunt. So, that, um, okay, so so pull your, pull your card. So we're supposed to shuffle and just draw randomly. So, boom, go. All right, go for it. All right, I am doing bloodlust. So who are we going after first, the wolf or the spider? Who has more health? The wolf. Then yes, him. Okay. All right. All right. So so, so bloodlust. So I just I just need to roll higher than my health, which is currently at twelve. And I failed. I didn't botch, but I failed. And I'm doing signal shot. I need to roll a nine or higher. And I rolled a 14, so I do... Let's switch dice. So I... All 
All damage that enemies would deal you this round is instead dealt to the target. So, the dire wolf gets one damage. Woo. Wowie zowie. Okay. Why well, you put those on there too tight? Okay. That's what she said. Oh, God. <laughs> Think about I'm it. Not the office here, Dan. Okay, you ready? You ready for the next one? Uh, hey, you better hurry. Better hurry. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, I'm doing Blood Rage. And and, and I succeed. Um, and, and so I will do... Um, and, and, so I, and so I will do focused gaze. It um, um, it automatically succeeds. Um, and, um, and, um, and blood rage allows me to to double its effects. Um, so so oh no wait, wait um that um that's found below health. So I will add plus four to my next roll. All right, are you done? Yes, what, I'm done. Okay, so what did you? Okay, anyway, all right. And I rolled a 13 for precision shot, which means I hit, which means I deal 5 damage to the dire wolf. That takes him down to 11. It's pretty good. Alright. And then we will both take 2 damage. So I am down to oh, 10. And since they take 2 damage. Oh, he, no, that, that was last round. Never mind. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Alright. You ready? Timer started. Go. Yep. Got it. Enemy surge. All right. So you have to. So all adventurers who played melee abilities this round take two damage. I, I didn't. didn't. Um, all adventurers take damage equal to the number of spiders in play. So, so we all take one point of damage. So I'm down to nine. And now it's your turn. All right, I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. And and barely hit. No, 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 no. Um, 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 I got sixteen plus four. That's twenty. But it's got to be a natural twenty. No, it's got to be a natural. No, no. No, it's got to be a natural twenty. That's Come. not how it works in um in a, That's not how how it works in expedition. It's got to equal twenty. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So then. Ah, so let's see. So, so the spider is um is gonna take seven damage actually, because um uh, uh, because the target first oh my um, uh, the target first takes um magic damage equal to half of its health. So so first takes seven damage, and um and and then it takes another four. So it is down to three. Okay. Booyah. And then rapid fire, and I botched, so I take two damage. <laughs> Finally, you botch. Okay. And we don't take any damage. Huh. Weird. That's weird. Yeah, that's very interesting. All right, you ready? For? Timer started. Got it. All right. I'm doing magic missile. And I fail. I swear. And I'm doing I arc shot. And I hit, so I deal three damage to the giant spider. He's gone. Bye-bye, Spooter. Lift Spooter. Oh, what am I doing here? Sorry. 
What are you doing? Okay. And then, whoa. We just take one damage. Okay. So I am down to eight. I'm down to six. Okay. And they're down to two tiers. All right, you ready? Timer started. Yep. Got it. Okay. All right, I'm doing press forward. So, so I just got to roll higher than an eight. And I did. So, so then let's see. So I'll play an ability from my hand. And, um, all right. I, I, I will do pummel. Um, and, and then I get to draw. And then, yep, nope. So, so hold on. He, he gets four damage in total. Okay. And I'm doing reflex. And I need to roll a seven. And I rolled a seven. So that means I do two damage. Plus. He's down to five. Plus, when he's, when he's damaged in this round, which he was by you, I play the top card. <laughs> my ability deck, which is Crippling Shot. Roll my... And I hit. And that gives him two damage. Plus one damage uh, from other abilities this round. So that's he's down to three. He's down to two. Oh, man, he is barely up. Right. He is limping. So... Okay. Timer started. Next round. Okay. I am going to cast... You better... Are you done? Yes. Okay. You got to tell me. Okay, Surge. So the Surge is... Okay, I didn't play melee because I don't do melee. I do all ranged, so it's not an issue for me. What did you play? Um, a melee. All right. So, so I you, take two damage. You I'm take two damage. to seven. All right. All right. All right. So let's see. Yeah, I, so let's see. Oh, no, wait. Okay, I'm no. doing long shot. I'm going to go ahead and do long okay. shot. And I hit. I deal five damage. He's dead. Okay, cool. Boom. All right, so... Yatta! round's done. Yay! Okay, so... we level so, up again. Uh, yes, we level up again. And we draw loot. We get one tier one, one tier three. And then we get another ability. All right? So we're going to do that, and we'll be right back. All right. So we have... Leveled up and Get gotten some more loot, Woo. and we're just pressing on. We're not taking a full rest, so we just gained one health point. Okay. And so you breathe deeply again as you loot the bodies. Breathe, <sighs> stab, clean, loot. Breathe, stab, stab clean, clean, loot. Breathe, stab, clean, loot. Breathe, stab, oh. clean, loot. All right. And then as you prepare for another small but intense fight, you're overwhelmed by... A spider, a corrigan elf, a will-o'-the-wisp, a magic mushroom, and a footpad. They're all tier one, but there's five of them. And they have a total of 27, 33, 39 hit points between the five of them. So, here we go. So, timer starting. Pick your, pick your. Got mine. Yep, me too. Go. So what are you doing? I am doing phase shift, and I I rolled a 19. Nice. So um so so I gain two health and I take no damage this round. Cool. And I'm doing withdraw. So I'm going to regain seven, regain three health if I roll a seven or higher. And I rolled a 10, so I get three health back. So I'm back up to 10. So that's good. All right. Woohoo! All right. Moving on. 
All right. And so we take two damage. So I'm back down to eight from them. So take two damage. I, oh, you no. don't take damage this turn. Exactly. Your ability. That's right. All right. All right. Timer started. Let's go. Okay. I got mine. What you got? I am casting phase weapon. That's a nine. Nine, and I needed a seven to, to succeed. So, um, so then let's see. I, I can deal two damage from the one of, um, of the kind of my choice. So, let's see. I am going to... I'm going to go against the the Will of the Wisp and, and, and deal two music damage. Um, and, and since with the Will of the Wisp is weak to music, he, he takes three instead. Okay. He's down to three. And I'm doing long shot, and I need an 11. I rolled a 17, so I deal five damage. Two. I don't know. I'll do the magic mushroom. I'll do the magic mushroom. Sorry, I was away from my mic. So he's down to one. As you strike him, him on this, on this some kind of spore dust flows into the air, and on the end, you start feeling... Really mellow. Okay. Kind of psychedelic, man. It is magic. <laughs> I mean, I'll, and I'll we each take one damage. Okay. From the enemies, and we move on to the next round. All right, let's do this. You ready? Yep, let's do it. All right. Uh, enemy surge. Who oh, immediately follow that surge action listed on all remaining encounter cards? So. So let's see. Surge minus four to all rolls this round. Oh, shoo-wee, baby. Uh, the Corgan Elf takes no damage. The Footpad takes no damage from melee. The Will of the Wisp says all allies and enemies take three damage, including the Wisp. That's weird. So he's dead. So everybody takes damage, including the Wisp. Wow. Okay. So the Wisp is dead. And so is the Mushroom. Okay, so the Wisp and the Mushroom just died. I'm down to four health. And everybody else is down three health. That was, okay, Will the Wisp, that was not the best move you could have done. He, um, he, um, I think he, he was a kamikaze bomber. Oh, but the Corgan Elf takes no damage this turn. Okay. I, I can make a bad joke, joke so, but I'm not right. going to. Oh, no, wait. So what's your ability? Too. So what are you, what's your ability? What are you doing? Um, I am using Blood Rage. Okay. And I'm um, all right, so I just need a six. Give me a six. Give me a six. Yes. Um. All right. So, th um, so that I can cast a, an ability for my hand, I am casting lightning bolts. Um. And um. And then double its effects. Um. If I'm below or at half health. So. So now I can deal eight damage, and I can kill literally anyone here. Who should I kill? Pick one. I think I'm going to kill the footpad. Okay. Footpad's dead. And I'm doing flaming arrow. Hello. And I missed. And I missed. Oh, honey, why'd you miss? Okay. All right. And so everybody takes one damage. Okay. So I'm down, I'm to, down to three. I'm down to three. How does uh, it feel, man? How many? How many? We've got. So these are the only two left. Yep. So they're down to two tiers total. All right. Okay. You ready? Go. Start the timer. 
Okay. Oh, all right. I all right. I choose focused gaze, and I just gotta and I just gotta get higher than a four. And I did. So so now my next roll will have plus four. Okay. So that that's it. that's just it for you. That yeah, that's it. That's okay. It. Well, I am going to uh, use my one of my loot, one of my, uh, and it's uh, I got some venison, so I can uh, re regain five health. I'm gonna regain five health, get myself back up to eight, and then I'm gonna um, do a rapid fire shot. And I botched, so I take two damage. Son of a buck. So I'm down to six. I'm really sucking on my rolls today. Yes, you are. Well, 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 as am I, really. Okay. All right. So we're still at it. So next round. Timer started. I got mine. Okay, cool. So. All right. So what are you gonna? What do you got going now? I'm gonna cast knock. So let's see if I succeed. And I botch. Oh wow, that's not good. All right. And I'm doing reflex. I rolled a 19. So that means I deal two damage. Um, and you didn't do any damage to him this time, so I don't get to do any extra stuff to him. So he takes. So the spider's going to take two damage. He's down to four. And then we take one damage. I'm down to five. I am down to six. And we go at it again. All right. Timer started. All right. And I got mine. Enemy surge. So um so let's see he um the L takes no damage. damage and then then all magic abilities deal two less damage this round to the spire. Okay, well uh, I'm doing ranged, so that doesn't affect me. So then, me. and that uh, that affects me. I'm casting magic missile and it deals two damage. Oh well, sucks to be you. Um, uh, so um I basically cast a magic fart. It does nothing. All right. And I am doing crippling shot, and I missed. Wow. Okay. Did and you so take it forever? We take one damage. Okay, so I'm down, down to four. And I'm down to five. And timer started. Okay, I got mine. Go. I am casting pummel. Okay. All right. All right. So I just need a ten or higher. Let me get ten or higher. I got a two. And I'm doing arc shot, and I hit, so I do three damage. So I'm down. So the spider is down to one hit point, and we take one hit point damage. I am now down to three. I am down to four. All right. Next. I got mine. What you doing? All right. I'm doing press forward. All right, all right, I just gotta get higher than a four, and I do. So I'm um, so let's see. I'm gonna deal one damage to the spider and kill it, um, and, and then I'll play an ability for my hand, bloodlust. Um, and, and so I'll deal four four damage to the Corrigan elf. Okay, I'm doing signal shot. Roll nine. I rolled a fifteen, and that does all damage enemies would deal you this round is instead dealt to the target. So that's only one point of damage, probably. Let's see. Yes, one point of damage. So the spider gets the that spider, damage. The spider is dead. The spider was already dead. Oh well, then why didn't you take? Okay, well then. I'm sorry. Then the Corgan elf takes damage there. So he's down to two. 
Okay, next round. Oh, we take one damage, so I'm down to two. <laughs> no, you don't look. Look, I'm. I'm, I'm it's, it's oh, right, right, right. That's that's right. That's right. My bad. So, so I'm so I'm down to three. Okay. All right. Timer. Enemy surge. He takes no damage from abilities. Okay, so then so he takes no damage. So that's just moving on. Moving on. Next round. And we each take one damage. Down to two. Alright. Alright, I got mine. Alright, go for it. I'm doing pummel again. I'm gonna pummel this student in the face. And I got a nat 20. That is a nat 20, is that it not? That is a nat 20. So it's to say he's just dead. He is dead. Okay, cool. So he is gone. He is bye-bye. So we finish him. Yay! All right. And so we, as we continue this, we get to level up again, and we get to get some more loot, another Tier 1 and another Tier 3. We get to add a new ability and then move on from there. Is it just us, or is the enemies getting harder? The enemies are getting really hard, yeah. Uh, let, let me use correct grammar. Is it just us, or are the enemies getting harder? <laughs> grammar much? Um, anyway, that's what she said. Uh, it's uh, it, this is taking a lot longer than we thought it would. So maybe, we're going maybe because to, we're sucking on our rolls, really. Yeah, maybe. But we are going to pause this um, ongoing dungeon crawl. And it's going to be a three. Maybe we'll I guess. finish it next time. Hopefully, on the next episode of the Gene Pool Variety Hour. Okay, but we, did we pick our movie for next time? I don't, I don't think, think so. We, no, we not need yet. to do that. Yeah. So. Um, so, so go ahead and roll and let's see what we get. All right. So, so this first one is going to be to see what streaming service we're at. I got a two. Which would be Amazon. Yep. All right. Now, now for the category. All right. For the genre. A got two a, again. Two again. So that's science fiction. Okay. And then we got to see what number you get. One to a hundred. All right. Fourteen. Oh. All right, so let me go to the list and see what we're coming up with here for this episode. For we'll this be right back. Episode. All right, one sec, folks. All right, and so number 14 of the Amazon science fiction list is... Oh, I don't need that. Uh, Cube. A movie Cube? from uh, yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. It's from 1997, and just oh wow, the, it's old. The the quick tagline just says: Six complete strangers of widely varying personality characteristics are involuntarily placed in an endless maze containing deadly traps. Well, okay then. And it's an hour and thirty minutes long, so an hour and thirty minutes of six people walking through a maze um, of traps. Okay, that could be really cool or really, really dumb. sucky. So we'll see. We don't know what it's going to be, but um, but we'll figure it out. So that's going to be our movie for next episode. And uh, it sounds like a discount version of Jigsaw almost. I, I get. Well, I don't know about that. But anyway, so um, so that pretty much does it for this episode, which was way too long. I'm yeah, going to see if I can long, cut guys, a bunch sorry. of stuff out because this expedition game takes a whole lot longer. Good grief! I feel like we're actually playing a D and D campaign. I know, right? A card game, right? So anyway, that's uh, got to be it for episode eighteen, man. It's we can't. We, nineteen. Is it nineteen? Yes, it's nineteen. Oh crap, nineteen. Okay, whatever, man. You know, just just <laughs> let me let me do my thing, all right, and just be wrong. 
So, uh, anyway, <laughs> that's enough. We're, Just we're, for hilarious bloopers. We're putting this episode out of its misery, all right? We're moving on. You guys Bye. can move on. Uh, so we do appreciate you guys listening to us again uh, as we just murdered this thing. We, oh, uh, we, we just, no, we're we just goofing off good. and having fun. And if people want to listen, that's man, that's on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but look, if you need to find us uh, or reach us before the next episode, we're not hard to find at all, guys. Not really. Um, um, you can find us on on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere you, you can actually find podcasts, really. Yep. Uh, and and you know what? And look, I mean, we're always looking for validation, any, any kind of validation or feedback of any kind. So please leave us a review. Of, uh, if if you can leave us a review, leave us one so that we can check it out. Um, and it kind of helps us be noticed a little bit more if you give us a five star review. So that would be yes, awesome too. Five stars. Um, as far as on the interwebs on social media, the podcast itself can be found on Twitter at GP Variety Hour. Uh, I can be found at Head Gamer on Twitter and Mixer, and at Head underscore Gamer on Twitch. Uh, I've been doing a lot more streaming directly to Twitch lately, and uh, uh, Connor and I do a little bit of co-streaming on Mixer. All right, and then if, if you want to find me, I'm also not that hard to find. Um, I'm, I'm Quillmeister, capital Q, capital M, and then spelled with I-E. So then so then you can find me on TikTok, Twitch, Mixer, Twitter. Um, let's see. Basically, basically any kind of, of millennial social network. There you go. Yeah, Millennial Social Network. There you go. So, and like I said, we're, we're going to co-stream on Mixer when we can. Uh, otherwise, you can look for me um, at head underscore gamer on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, on Twitch, and uh, and we'll go from there. So just uh, check out the the Gene Pool Variety Hour Twitter account. And kind of schedule you so again, um, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it, and we will see you guys next time on the Gene Pool Variety Hour. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>